0: back. This Friday at Scramblers. If you're a first responder, come out and get some breakfast. Barker's Frame and Collision, Pyramid Roofing Company, Scramblers. Buying you breakfast this Friday between 6A and 9A. We'd love to. We'd love to see you, have you come out and uh, have some breakfast. Say, hey, how's it going? So that's what we have going on for Friday. Uh, Santa's Angels, today is the deadline to get those items in. And uh, you guys, your generosity is just always very touching. You go back and... And uh, we've got this room that we utilize in order to put the gifts as they come in. And I don't uh, just see gifts. What I see, in my, I, I do, I visualize this, you out there shopping for these things. And when I see all of the gifts that have come in so far, knowing what is still yet to come, um, today's being the deadline for that, uh, it's just, you know, it's just, it, it, really i don't know it's just it's nice it's very touching and and we appreciate it greatly is there anything you need to add on santa's angels sarah as you are the one that really coordinates everything.
1: Just a big thank you to everyone. Every year I have this uh, anxiety attack because I want to make sure that every kid that we do put on those Santa's Angels trees gets adopted and you guys always come through. But I do get nervous because I want to be able to You're sure, yeah, make sure that they do have Christmas. And, um, you know, a lot of them have already had kind of traumatic starts to life and, a lot of them have never even had Christmas before. And so to be able to give that to them and you guys being able to help us, it's just an amazing feeling. So thank you. Um, We do have 34 presents that are missing back there. So if you are one of those uh, last minute people that has one of those ornaments, please make sure to get them back. Uh, Our station is open 8am to 5pm today. We're located off of Grand Street. All of that information is going to be on that little ornament. Um, Of course, you can always find it at ksgf.com. But once again, just a huge thank you to everybody who has participated this year.
0: And something that generally I would have mentioned before now, but frankly, I just have forgotten. uh, Every so often, somebody may adopt a, a kid or more than one kid and bitten off more than you could chew. You have unexpected expenses pop up that make it much more difficult in order to fulfill the child's wishes. And so we ask if that's the case, just bring the ornament by the, just bring it by the station and, and let us know or tape it to the front door. If you uh, don't, there's no need to be embarrassed or to feel bad about it. These things happen because ultimately the whole point here and the whole goal is to make sure that the kid gets at least one item on his or her wish list and uh, um, fulfilled and and so um, if you have adopted a kid and then you are unable to follow through on it due to unforeseen circumstances but we don't get that child back then we we just we don't know necessarily that that's something we need to make sure uh to get taken care of and to adopt that out so if you do find yourself in that situation just bring it by here and um, then we can have it taken care of all right there we go. I'll be mentioning this again this morning. And then tomorrow, hopefully, we'll say thank you, everyone. Um, but yeah, about half of them in, deadline today. And uh, thank you so much, all of all of you who have already followed through. Um, inflation picks up as Bidenflation persists for 32nd straight month. But don't worry, the economy is doing wonderful. You just don't understand it yet. You just, you fools, you ignorant, ignorant fools that lack the understanding that the experts have. the, the, The one thing the experts can't figure out, that they fully acknowledge they cannot figure out, is why you don't understand that this economy is doing swimmingly well. Inflation accelerated in November marking the 32nd consecutive month, with annual prices rising significantly faster than the 2% target seen as healthy by the Federal Reserve. The Consumer Price Index, the Labor Department's broad measurement of what consumers pay for goods and services, rose 3.1% in November from a year earlier, a slightly lower annual rate from October. Consumer inflation hit its recent peak at 9.2% in June of two, or of 2022, has since slowed down as the Federal Reserve raised interest rates at a record pace, and the Biden administration spending was reined in to some degree by lawmakers worried about extraordinarily large budget deficits compared with the prior months. The consumer price index rose 0.1% in November, up from the flat month-to-month reading in October. This is when... Uh, You heard the White House bragging about uh, stopping inflation, um, which, of course, is very misleading because many people, when they hear that, they think that means that the increase of the price of things has stopped, that if you are paying $3.52 for something uh, last month, then that would be the same price that you were paying this month when in fact, what they are oftentimes referencing is the fact that the rate of growth has has either slowed down or evened out. But even that uh, that talking point is gone for this month because we have seen an acceleration once again of inflation. So we're, we're continuing to head in the wrong direction. And you and I, as average Americans, continue to just you know be too dumb to understand how great this economy actually is. It, I've noted that, you know, these, the, num, they're, the numbers themselves tell the story, but they don't really make the person feel the story. What, what matters to you and me ultimately, and this is the divide between the experts versus us, is how it impacts us. You could talk about numbers all day long. But how does it impact us? How does it impact us on our day-to-day bills? The, the things that we have to pay, the things that we worry about, the things that, frankly, the left-wing, uber-rich don't have to worry about, which is one of the reasons that this these Democrat economic policies are not something that bother them, why they continue, despite an economy damaging the average American's lifestyle, and in some instances just destroying their savings. You have these Hollywood elites that are still out there promoting Democrat. This is why Biden last week did all of these fundraisers with people like Steven Spielberg and Lenny Kravitz and, and James Taylor. Uh, they don't worry about rent. They, 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 they don't worry about that mortgage payment. They don't think, how many months am I going to be behind? Do I pay my electric bill this month? Or do I pay the mortgage payment this month? They have the luxury of voting for people who put in policies that are economically damaging to lower and middle income people. There is a new breakdown that, I I mean, I know this stuff, you know this stuff, but sometimes you see the reality of what it means for the average person's rent, and it really is, it's devastating. There was a Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies recently that was done, and and they found, and we're going to get a news update here, and I want to share some of this with you. The low-income families in this country are spending half their salary on housing. Under Trump, the average monthly mortgage payment was $1,787. Now, you may think that's quite a bit. We have one of the lowest cost of living situations in Missouri, so that is going to be you know a little higher than what you and I would think of, as opposed to people who live in Democrat-run states where this would be considered lower, hence it's the average. But the point being is, from Donald Trump, That average mortgage payment of $1,787, under Biden, it is $3,322. We're talking a doubling just in the few years that Biden has been president. And again, what makes it all that more remarkable is they don't understand why you don't realize how good the economy is. Have a look at the weather in a moment. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447KSGF, the latest news update. Good morning everyone, I'm Angela Luna. We're following reports of a stabbing in Springfield. Police confirming with Color 10 last night a woman was walking in the area of Madison and Golden when she says a man jumped out and stabbed her in the stomach with a pair of scissors. The woman told police the man ran off after the stabbing. Officers searched the area but never found him. Police tell us the woman's injuries were not life-threatening and she was taken to a hospital for treatment. We'll continue to update this as we learn more. A second teen has been charged in the death of a Marshfield man. A Warrant has been issued for the rest of Alyssa Staples. Investigators say she and Thomas Smith Jr. stabbed a man to death in June after an argument. During the investigation, detectives found blood in one of the suspect's bedrooms, which linked them to the crime. Smith pleaded not guilty to the crime in August. From Color Head Studios, I'm Angela Luna. You know, I'm not going to get sidetracked, but uh, it's something that I have spoken on before and I just felt compelled to note it because of the news there that we hear about stabbings and uh, just, you know, leading off there last night, some woman just walking and gets stabbed, a pair of scissors, other stories, people stabbing. And this is why I find a great deal in frustration of all the focus on these groups and organizations that just want to talk about gun violence, even here locally. And it, it it's not to diminish those who have lost loved ones due to gun violence, but it is to an attempt to not diminish those who have lost loved ones who were killed by other means as if if you somehow fix the quote gun problem people will stop getting murdered there is it is a assault problem it is a murder problem and i don't know it's like if you if you're a you embark on a journey to help with people's overall health but all you do is focus on potato chips Nothing else at all. Not ice cream, not candy, not sodas. It is just all about potato chips and and that is your approach and all you do is you work with people and you're like, we got to get we potato chips, potato chips, potato chips. Well, that doesn't help the obesity problem. That doesn't help when it comes to health. I mean, it might one tenth of 1%, but that's not where the bulk of the problem is. And it's the unfortunate aspect of essentially politicizing uh, violence not that the activists the citizens are purposefully politicizing it but they too are victims of it because we have crafted this society that only seems to really focus on people who are assaulted and or murdered with with the the firearm being the weapon of choice as opposed to knives or fists or bricks or rocks or hammers or axes or all of the numerous other devices that are utilized and it's just this came about last week because there were three stories in a row on one of the local networks and the first one was about a local organization getting together in order to address gun violence the subsequent two stories were about people that were hospitalized because of stabbings and, and a beating or something and I just somebody seems to be missing the point here all right that being said after the traffic Low income families now spending half their salary on housing, uh, roughly double what they were paying for rent in this car, what the average person is paying for their mortgage payment under the Trump administration. Ozark Stove and Chimney. These are new friends, new family members, new partners with KSGF. Uh, I, uh, I've got a fireplace chimney wood burning. It was one of my definite wants when it came to finding a new home as we searched for one, nine, ten years ago or so. And I've learned that there's a lot I just don't really know about chimneys. But you think about, in fact, the remarkable nature of it that you are, you're, building a fire inside your house. These are things that destroy homes. And and when you think of it that way, it's actually a pretty remarkable thing. Inside your house, you start an actual fire and you walk away sometimes and you walk out of the room. You have logs burning and you go to bed at night and they're going to continue to burn. And when you really recognize that, the importance of making sure that your chimney is, is where it needs to be. Uh, our home built in the late 70s. We're looking at the original uh, chimney without any major uh, alterations being made. And one of the things I've learned with those arc stove and chimney is they're very, very advanced. They're leading the industry uh, in these advancements and somebody comes over and they do run a color camera up in it, show you the inside and you can see the areas that are potentially problematic, those that are problematic, and it really helps you get a sense and an idea of what needs to be done, and and that way you can operate your fireplace, your chimney in the safest way possible, and also to get more efficiency out of it. If you just have a standard fireplace as opposed to an insert with a blower, the difference that that can make in terms of 90% of the heat going up through, there's just so much that you can learn, and it's one of the reasons that we wanted to partner up with Ozark Stove and Chimney, and we're so glad that we did. And I recommend if you do have a fireplace, if you have a chimney, maybe you don't even use, even if you don't use it, there's a very good chance that moisture and water are getting in there and are potentially doing damage to the inside of your home. Water is the other one. That's a huge damaging component to a home. They can help with all that. Ozark stove and chimney at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. About two thirds of households at the bottom 20% of the income bracket pay over half their income in rent and utilities, a Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies recently found. Now, mind you, as I read this to you, these findings, many of you get it, you understand it. But the policies that are responsible for this are the policies coming from the party who claim they care about the poor. We always hear this crap coming out of the mouth of Joe Biden about building the economy from the ground up, and the implication here is that they are the ones who care about the downtrodden and the poor so much, and so they're aiming to make your life better, and then that somehow is gonna build corporations that hire people, but aside from that, their point is that they're the ones who really care about you. Well, let's look at their policies. It's almost a Munchausen by proxy with Democrats. Politically speaking. Those they claim to care about the most are the ones that they, through their own actions, deliberately hurt and then use your pain to draw attention to their policies and why they're needed. It's a Munchausen by proxy. The challenge for low-income families to afford basic housing costs suggests President Biden's so-called Bidenomics of growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up is not working, (laughs) to put it. Mildly. Federal government notes shelter should consume, in their estimates, 30% or less of household income per the New York Times. Only about half of American renter households fall within those guidelines. Among working class renters, the next bracket up from the bottom income bracket, the share with severe burdens nearly tripled, In two decades to 17%, according to the study, both low-income and working-class renters are impacted with record high shares of cost burdens, according to the study. Stephanie DeLusa told the Times, housing insecurity ripples through every domain of family life. It's this constant mental and emotional tax." Now at this moment though, of course, it is important to understand and notice this again with the Munchausen by proxy approach that Democrats take with their policies. is they create the illness. They create your economic illness through their policies and then those they make sick, they say, oh, we'll take care of you. We'll use taxpayer dollars, we'll use subsidies, we will utilize our power to create low-income housing. And then that allows them to come in and be your great caretaker after they've done damage to you. Saving for a house down payment to leave the rental market is not a viable option for many Americans. The average monthly mortgage payment soared. To three thousand three hundred and twenty-two dollars under Biden, up from the average monthly mortgage payment of only one thousand seven hundred and eighty-seven under Trump. This, according to an analysis from the Wall Street Journal. Of course, these numbers again, even the average under Trump is going to sound high, and it is high. Earth than than what you're going to find in the the more red states, obviously the the Missouris. Tennessee's Texas so forth unless of course you're in uh, if you're in a blue area like Austin you're going to be dealing with something different but then when you look at rent in areas like San Francisco it's going to be much higher than that but on average in this country when you average it out you think about that the remarkable uh, it just it, it is stark in just a few years from $1787 per month to 3322 the journal wrote homeownership has become a pipe dream for more americans even those who could afford to buy just a few years ago this is reality They know many would-be buyers were already feeling stretched thin by home prices that shot quickly higher in the pandemic, but at least mortgage rates were low. Now that they are high, people are just giving up. And of course, they're high because you have the Fed trying to slow down the inflation caused by binomics. So for a lot of people, this is one of those scenarios to use health again in the analogy where you know, some people are finding the cure to be just as detrimental as the disease itself. but th- This is the position that we've been put in. If the people who are responsible for this at least recognized it and said we goofed, We goofed, we miscalculated, so we are going to do something different to get a different outcome, then people would at least have some reason to hope. But what we're hearing from the people responsible for this is they think they're doing a bang up job. Oh, should they throw out once in a while just to placate you this? uh, Well, I mean, we understand we still have further to go in the direction that you've been taking us. No, thank you. We do not want to go further in that direction. I, it And we are seeing a shift in recognition here, which, of course, is why even you have a large number of Democrats that are unhappy with Biden. But this inability or unwillingness for people who recognize that we are in a bad place to acknowledge that, that to make the connection to the policies that are responsible for it. And this isn't to say Republicans are wonderful, perfect, economically speaking. They oftentimes also go in the wrong direction, not nearly as far as Democrats do. But but it's just over and over and over again, voting for these people whose answers are always the same. And it is, I mean, the Inflation Reduction Act, and it's clear it's going to lead to inflation. And of course it does. And you will have people that are hurt by that, people that demand higher wages, but then have those higher wages wiped out and then some by economic policies from the democrats and then they'll go out there door to door campaigning for the people who are who are destroying them economically and unfortunately all of us as well so we all suffer from that but those numbers are just incredibly remarkable and it's just a devastating look at what happens but understand again also whenever you see celebrities that are out there these uber rich celebrities that fly their jets all over the world have multiple mansions and they are out there pushing you know pushing Joe Biden pushing the it's because th- these things don't matter to them they don't worry about rent they don't worry about mortgage payments they as uber-wealthy have the luxury of supporting Democrats. Springfield's Talk 1041, i I'm Nick. And after, excuse me, the traffic, uh, The, the a, a massive increase, though the numbers still obviously are going to be relatively small. Uh, according to new polling here, black Americans and their support for Trump up nine points from 2020. Uh, and the assessment as to why that is is quite humorous, I would say. When we talk about the economy and the interest rates. It's all the more reason that a company like Aller Build- Olli- Building Company, they recognize the importance of builder incentives. And if you follow them on social media, um, and of course, if you listen here, you know that that's one of the things they've been doing in order to try to make things easier for people who do need new homes and brand new homes at that with all our building company, their showroom floor, where you can go and you, you pick everything out in one location from the light fixtures to the doorknobs to the uh countertops, backsplashes, you name it. All of those things that turn it from a blank canvas into a painting of your dreams. That's Oller Building Company, and now with builder incentives, O-L-L-E-R at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. Hey, one custom car care, all of your car care needs. Don't ignore it at Christmas time. I'm going to go to Grandma's house. I remember... When I was a kid. We lived in Excelsior Springs, and having vehicle trouble and being nighttime, snowing. Uh, at least this is a memory I think I have. As we were headed to Lebanon, and and while those things sometimes are not avoidable, oftentimes they are. You know, if it, it, odds are, if you have broken down because you had a belt break, odds are not always this way, but odds are that could have been caught ahead of time. And that could have prevented you from being stuck on the side of the road, having your vehicle overheat, all of these other unintended consequences. So just keep up with that stuff. And uh, A1 Custom Car Care, they can do that for you. The first alert forecast. From Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Brought to you by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. Partly sunny today, I have 54. Mostly clear tonight, 34 for low and sunshine 57 tomorrow. I want to make one other notation when it comes to the economy. Actually, let me read to you a couple text messages we've got in. Those folks, I mentioned that one of the reasons you see consistency and support for democrats and economic policies by the extreme wealthy rich hollywood types and, and so forth is because they don't suffer the negative impacts that you and i suffer they that you know rent doubling mortgage that, that stuff does not impact them in the same way oh sure maybe they won't build that fourth house or maybe they'll downgrade their private jet and i don't begrudge them i think have you know that sort of independent wealth is awesome and incredible, but it also makes you immune from these damaging policies, which is why consistently they support the Democrat Party. Uh, these these uh, text message from the American Transmissions talk a text line. These folks don't even think about prices of anything, cars, gas, groceries, rent, mortgage, taxes. Maybe they pitch a fit about the price of their new Gulf Stream. This is also another point, incidentally, if you have, let's say, somebody that, not even massively, incredibly wealthy, but, but let's just say the sort of wealth where, well, no, let's use the uber wealthy. Let's use the Gulf Stream. All right, so they have to not fly as often or get rid of it, sell it, okay? When. Something like that happens. Who really gets impacted? When the uber wealthy cut back in certain areas, their accountants that handle their dollars say, Hey, you need to not be going, you know, on these lavish spending sprees. You need to not do this. You need not, Hey, if you're, you need to cut back your monthly parties where you're dropping a hundred thousand dollars to have it catered and so forth. And, and, and who, who loses their jobs? Who loses the revenue? this is one of the reasons that I've never really had a problem. You'll see these stories. People will rail on the really wealthy because, oh, for their daughter's 13th birthday party, they spent $450,000 and... All I'm seeing are caterers and people that own the traveling petting zoos and those bounce house. But I'm seeing middle, middle middle-class Americans and small business owners that that's their livelihood. I think it's great when rich people spend that kind of money. Like, oh boy, you know how many people they could feed? You know how many people they are feeding? (laughs) By, By throwing those lavish events, a lot of people. Those are the people who get harmed. Those are the people who lose jobs. So even when, and this is the brilliance of it all, when there are economic policies that do cause the uber wealthy to change perhaps some of their spending, the people that it impacts in a real meaningful way, it's not them. Even then, even when their lifestyle changes to some degree, the people that it really impacts in a meaningful way are middle and lower class people. Because they're the ones who lose the jobs. The the economy. We think of um like when it you know, the, the the lower class, right? That a person might go from middle to lower class because they lose a job because we we think of it in terms of revenue that's coming in but there's it you know there's two ways you can drown one you're out there in the ocean and you start falling below water right but then there are those instances that you've probably seen portrayed in movies where somebody's trapped in a cave or they are in the bottom of a boat and the water is rising and they end up drowning that way. They aren't going down, but the water is going up. And that is how so many people go from middle class to lower class with these policies that we're seeing now with Bidenomics it isn't so much because people are necessarily losing their jobs, but because the water is rising. That's inflation. So, well, they're you know, oh, I'm making forty thousand dollars a year and well, maybe they even got a raise forty a year, but because inflation is doubling what you have to pay just for your mortgage payment, tripling what you have to pay for gasoline, tripling what you have to pay for food, you're, you're drowning. And so the point being is that's how you end up with an increased lower class, economically speaking, particularly under Democrat policy, specifically what we're seeing now, isn't because you have a lot of people necessarily losing jobs. See, They run around talking about unemployment's low, unemployment's low, unemployment's low. That's not how people are getting knocked down into the lower class level. It's because the water's rising. You're you're, you're 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 taking what money that we make and and diminishing its value. Former President Donald Trump support among Black Americans surging ahead of the 2024 election polling from Gen Forward shows. The black vote, key demographic that has heavily favored Democrats for the past 50 years. Trump won 8% of the black vote in 2020. Now, the Gen Forward poll found 17% of black Americans say they support Trump. 20% of black Americans said they would vote for someone else other than Trump or Biden. Trump also increased support among Hispanics from the 2020 cycle by four points. The founder and director of the Gen Forward Project and University of Chicago political science professor Kathy Cohen told Politico, quote, It is possible, and we've seen it before, that a higher number, in particular black men, because of a kind of hyper-masculinity of Donald Trump, could vote for Trump again. Now, this is, one could argue, a racist perspective from the left. I think it's more rationalization than anything, but probably a healthy combination of rationalization and racism. See, it it can't be because they just were better off under Trump. No, no, no. It can't be because their dollar went further. It can't be because their rent was half of what it is now under Biden. It can't be because they're struggling at the grocery store to decide what no longer to buy, that they were able to buy under Trump. No, no, no. It's got to be because, you know, black guys, they're hyper-masculine and, and well, you know, that, that toxic masculinity of Trump that appeals to some black men. So that's, that's what it is. I It's a completely demeaning and again, arguably racist perspective that, you know, that The only reason that a black man would support or any black person would support Donald Trump has nothing to do with the economy, nothing to do with their child's education, nothing to do with border security, nothing to do with drugs, nothing to do with any of that whatsoever, but toxic masculinity, that's the reason. And by the way, that's what hypermasculinity, that's their word for toxic masculinity. Only 72% of black voters support Biden, along with only 47% of Hispanic voters. Democrats, of course, losing ground among black and Hispanic voters in nearly every election in the last 10 years. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed.
1: Sarah Meyer! Thank you. This year, if you are looking for a gift for that special someone, give them the gift of safety and security with a new firearm from Quick Draw Gun and Monette. Now, Quick Draw, they went through a remodel and they added on to their shop earlier this year, and that allows them to carry uh, even more firearms and accessories. So they really do have something for everyone. And that is honestly one of my favorite things about the shop. They have great inventory, but the shop is not uh, so big that you're going to get lost in the shuffle. And Brad and his team they really take the time to get to know you and what you're looking for. And that helps you narrow down your options so you can get something that is going to work for you. So if that is the kind of shop that you are looking for, especially if you're looking for a firearm or accessories for Christmas, then look no further than Quick Draw Gun and Monette. Now, if you have any questions, you can give Brad and his team a call today. You can find all of that contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com.
0: American Transmissions talk a text line, Nick, to build an extremely tiny, tiny home, 12 by 16 foot, 12 by 16 foot, which is basically somebody's bedroom now runs $48,500 to have that uh, as an extremely small home. That is a quote I recently received. You look at communist countries, you look at socialist countries, you look at fascist countries. What? What? This is why... It's always been synonymous with these countries, these massive high rises, these small apartment buildings. And it's, among other reasons, because of policies in which there's, you know, government trying to control the economy, involved in the economy, picking winners and losers. And you end up with this scenario where you don't have a middle class you have the uber wealthy that are connected, have connections to government oligarchs and then you have everybody else frankly it's one of the reasons that it worries me to a great extent that we continue to see apartment buildings left and right. i mean it's just non-stop now there are homes that are also being built to me on average on average and you know some people just like apartment life and i've lived in apartments but on average, apartments should be satisfying the needs of college students, single people just out of the home, and maybe retired folks that just don't want to upkeep their own homes. But as we continue to see more and more people that that is just because that's all that they can do, that's all that they can afford, these are not good signs. These are signs that we are slowly moving to the, the place that we have seen so many other countries that are socialist in nature, big government in nature, where it, people have no other option but to just live in these massive housing complexes and not own their own home and their own property. And when you are looking at a country where, you know, somebody a 12 by 16 foot house, $48,500, or again, as the Wall Street Journal found in their analysis here, a doubling of mortgage payment for the average person just in one administration because of of one administration's economic policies. That's how you get there. And aside from the housing market, you can look at uh, vehicle market as a perfect example of, of what happens when government tries to control a market. Whether you want to call it communism, socialism, or fascism, all of these in some capacities are. know governments in which the people in charge want to make decisions that a free people should make but what is going on now with the automobile and evs that is in total defiance of everything we know about supply and demand and about a free market system in which with people want something they will purchase it and if not then they don't and it goes away but instead what has happened in all these other countries where you end up with scenarios that You have these industries that are run by really rich people because they have connections to government and they get taxpayer subsidies and so forth, just like we see when it comes to the electric vehicles, and you end up with the entire market. You've got people in government just deciding this is what you will like, and if you don't like it, too bad. We will make it so financially difficult for you to purchase what you want or we'll just outlaw it altogether as we've seen done with Gavin Newsom out in California saying that by whatever year 2030 or whatever it is you will only purchase this sort of vehicle that that's why the the industry is doing what it's doing and why it is who's who is it that suffers ultimately the most it's the consumer and it's not a mystery just look at any country in which the government Tells the people this is the version of the product you will like and you will buy. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. Text message, KY3 is reporting that early Christmas spending was up 4.24%. I don't think uh, that that is keeping up with inflation so folks actually spend less. And this is where you also have to recognize the difference between government experts interpreting or presenting numbers versus what is really going on. We see it with unemployment all the time. And they go, oh, The un- unemployment is this. That does not mean those are the number of people unemployed. They, they, they craft these definitions, generally speaking, in order to better fit what they want you to believe. And it's not a conspiracy. I mean, it can sound like that, but... Uh, I mean that's that's just the way it is. I mean anyone in any sort of business or industry, they if they're in charge, they want you to believe that things are going well. And so the sometimes cherry pick, and so you, you cherry pick numbers. Oftentimes you redefine things, but when you hear about oh spending is up, well everything costs more. So yeah, if it, and even when things you know it, I mean just it, it's it is a situation where experts are telling you one thing but reality is another it's deceptive deliberately so oftentimes and so to the point of this individual who texted in that yeah if they talk about well christmas spending's up 4.2% well if overall inflation particularly for gifts is up 8% then actually yes people are spending more but getting less And while I don't know that necessarily that's the exact number I threw out the 8% in order to just demonstrate the deceptive nature of much of these numbers, I think what we can all accept is that does not mean that people, their buying power, what they are purchasing is up 4 point whatever percent, because you have that inflationary component to it. And yeah, when things cost more, then you're going to have to spend more to get the same or sometimes less.